they are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut. He didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, I still have a cold. Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. Yes, this portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news, stories, and events from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. I was hoping that you'd say I was right again because it was like a few months of every day you telling me I was right about the Native issues and human issues, and uh, mm-hmm. now I'm not right. Now I don't. Think- I know. Well, I got to switch it up because now you're like, oh, I'm always right, and I don't know if that's the case, but. <laughs> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to hear about your cold still, Dega. I know it's uh, left over from COVID. Uh, I don't feel sick, but I guess I get a little tired in the afternoon, and you know, in my age, I need to take a little nappy and uh, all those things. And mm-hmm. I got five minutes in uh, before the mm-hmm. show, and hopefully, uh, I'll be responsive to your questions and statements and our, our guests that are coming on, and we have. Uh, a cool guest today, as normally, we have uh, Ruth Buffalo, former uh, state senator of North Dakota, and uh, a representative, representative. Yes, representative. I always want to make our, our politicians uh, a little higher or a different uh, office than they are. I'm, you know, we were going to have uh, our friend Heather on, um, but we didn't get back to her soon enough, and she reached out to us uh, to come on in. And I always call her uh, Senator Heather Keeler, and it's that's right, yeah. <laughs> Heather Keeler. And I hope uh, down the line here, our uh, Lieutenant Governor runs for Senator and uh, takes Tina Tina Smith's seat. Uh, that would be very yeah. cool, and then we'd move the show to Washington. Yeah, that would be awesome to see, especially our female. Uh, representatives and and peggy you know move up in the political uh the scene there yeah always rooting for them yeah the arena hey a lot of talk uh our friend uh before us uh today uh matt mcneil about the about the flag and i'm looking at it here on the website and i can deal with that i mean mm. i don't really um fly the flag or flew the flag especially when it had like uh you know, a, a settler with a gun on the tree ready to shoot an Indian driving by with their horse and, exactly. you know, all that crap. But uh, Yeah, well, and I think it's too just people weren't educated with what the original flag was maybe because a lot of the responses I'm seeing about the new flags and the new designs, I mean, I haven't seen really any positive responses. <laughs> um, for, and I've been on a lot of different social media sites, but... I mean, I just don't know if people don't know what the real story was about the other one or, or knew about the poem that came out with the original oh, one. That's right. It was very, it was racist. Yeah, that's right. I, You know, I forgot about the poem, not really too too hip into what, what, uh, uh, what that flag really represented until you start looking at it. But heck, you know, Haley, it's interesting. Uh, I'm out in St. Paul in Minnesota here, the capital city, and we have uh, downtown St. Paul. We have a big, uh, uh, is it a courthouse where the city council are? I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, uh, there's some big, like, I want to say 20-foot panel paintings in uh, the St. Paul City Council of, like, really upsetting uh paintings like they they have uh natives in the shot and it's like they have these like civil war looking uh uh officers or uh army guys trying to help the natives it really looks submissive and weird and then you go down to the state capitol and there's all this uh (laughs) all this helping indians because we're so weak and we need our help and uh you know, Wild. it's just, yeah, everywhere we go. So to to have something uh, at least as generic and not as, like, 
what word am I looking for? You just combative towards Native Americans or any other race that are in the in the state. Um, to have it more of a generic kind of oh, there's a star and that represents the water and th this little cutout here in the corner represents the state and uh, whoopee. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like I like the new flag. I think it oh. really does. When you look at the colors that they chose and why, it does hold a lot of meaning, and it's inclusive to everyone in the state. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's stripped down version of the original uh, one, and um, the you know somebody had to point out the state was the corner there. So when I'm looking at it like that, I'm looking at it on the Star and Trib uh, page right now. Uh, with it flowing, which is 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 the thing that it's going to be doing, or just being limp and you won't be able to see it. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't mind. So, Dega, Robert, yeah. you uh, were out in Wisconsin, our neighboring state, today. Yeah. Did you drive the new Ho Chunk, uh, the cold, the Code Talker Memorial Highway? No, I think there's what I heard today too that there's a little more things that have to happen uh, to make it official. So oh. that's funny that you bring that up because I thought it was uh, a done deal, but there's still a few more things that have to make it official. I think, um, you know, turning uh, the words into Ho-Chunk into the roads uh, and things like that. And so, yeah. you know, uh, we, the funny thing about driving through Wisconsin, and I only go as far as Black River Falls uh, once a week, sometimes twice a week, and that's all these cities, roads, and things that are uh, named after natives. And uh, there's a elk mound. And so I'm assuming if I get off that exit, we'll see a burial mound, of an elk burial mound. But just driving by and not thinking about anything native, it's just going, wow, that's a weird name, elk mound. But those are some of the designs I'm putting on our handkerchief too, because there's all these awesome mounds in Wisconsin that, uh, like, I don't know if you ever seen the, the man, um, mound and no. what happened, uh, it's kind of a, a bummer and a little disgrace too. If you look at it from above the sky, it's a, like a elk man and it's a skinny man. And then his legs are cut off by a road. Oh, so you can see. And then on the other side, their feet, are in a place but yeah it's a interesting thing you know we've been here ten thousand years doing all these uh things whether it's burial grounds whether it's uh you know um just where we were living um you know ceremonial places dancing um you know being by the river uh being by water and then colonizers came here and moved us off and uh so it's it's really weird because it's not that long ago. It isn't like it's a thousand years ago. And, you know, right, we, exactly. ha we have relatives that we know of that went through all these things, so the colonization and boarding schools and, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, boarding schools uh, kept on going until the, I believe, the 90s in some areas yeah. in the country. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just our, like my great grandparents, your great grandma, you know, and, and her siblings. Yeah. Um, you know, whether that a lot of relatives ended up at Carlisle or, you know, even our boarding schools in Canada. and Well, they're just... boarding schools in Minnesota, if you look mm -hmm. them up, and in Wisconsin. And exactly. um, they didn't have to go that far. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a story uh, that we'll talk about sometime and get in more in depth and maybe get my Dega on uh, Carson and talk about uh, the story about our, uh, my, my, uh, my gaga, my grandma, and your great-grandma, Helen, that uh, her father, Howard McKee, which would be my great-grandfather, uh, uh, kidnapped her out of the boarding school. That's right. Yeah. I so, forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, and, and, she, and she got home. So, yeah, so she traveled home. Right. I, yeah, so it must have not been that far. Well, or they had a horse or a car. Yeah. <laughs> or just took a long time to get back. Yeah. Or walked backwards, you know, to make it seem like, never mind. But, hey, more of our, our family history, some dying uh, some other time. But we have up next, we have uh, our friend Ruth Buffalo, former uh, state representative of North Dakota, checking in. We'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio.
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community, especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember... Whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinative this holiday season. Find more information, including clinics with free vaccines at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeps us awake. Yes, good thing uh, that I am awake here. Uh, you know, there's our neighboring states are always, uh, I don't know, we're just blessed to be in uh, the state of Minnesota, I think, and we we have to pray for our neighbors in uh, the other states. And speaking of which, we have our our good friend, former state representative Ruth Buffalo, on the line. And it's great to see you, Ruth. Uh, long time no talk. Yes. Hi, Dosha. Good to see you. You you know, so we 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 talk about our neighbors, and uh, it really great to see what uh, your insight is about the court ruling uh, backs tribes' efforts to force lawmakers to redraw North Dakota legislative boundaries. And I know you're a humble person, and I don't want to really get into this, but I'd rather talk about the ball, the bill or the, the tribes talking about it. But you work so hard to, you're for your reelection, and I, it just feels like you got gerrymandered right out of that, uh, that uh, seat, and we really feel bad about that and uh, I know how hard you work. But here's this court ruling. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate um, that, you know, things have to get sent to court. Um, and I think the the right decision should have been made to begin with. And so had the redistricting committee uh, within the state legislature um, listened to tribes to begin with, um, we wouldn't be in, in this place. It sounds like the, the story of this country. <laughs> You know, we could go on and on about that. So yes. it's it's always awesome uh, to have you on. I I, I want to ask you what you're doing now, but first, I I always think of this really good story. Uh, early on in Native Roots Radio, we asked you to be on, and we did a pre-record, and you're going to laugh when I tell you this story because we uh, you were flying somewhere, and I don't remember where, somewhere in your district or somewhere, and I caught you early in the morning. And uh, we were really mellow. And then we did a second interview when you got off the plane. And then when I heard it replayed back, it was like, oh, my God, we were really mellow in the morning. And then in the, the second part of the interview, we were really happy and hyper. And it was just like, wow. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I do. I think that was before I, I had coffee. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> 
that was that was a good time but i think of that once in a while it's like yeah you know when especially when it comes to interviewing other people it's like i i gotta try <laughs> try and be awake but hey what are you doing now i know um you're really active around turtle island here and you know i gotta tell you this you know my other job i was driving to uh um black river falls wisconsin and i happened to be listening to npr and i heard you on npr this morning in minnesota for a real quick interview and it was so weird that haley reached out to you at the same day we were all thinking the same thing right yeah no um as you know before i um i was gonna say as before you know i still wear a lot of different hats and so um really focusing on uh community building and just trying to see where I can help and um, provide assistance and guidance. But um, we still are working on um, on so many different fronts, you know, for sure, uh, protecting our relatives against violence and um, doing prevention work there. Um, and so, you know, the Not Invisible Act Commission has, has wrapped up um, with our doings, you know, with the final report, you know, which is live now on Department of Interior, Department of Justice's websites. And uh, we hope that uh, everyone will continue to push for accountability within our country and, and push for justice, um, especially for our relatives who are, who are still missing, um, who are still behind bars, you know, unjustly. So um, just trying to help um, where I can. And then also, um, you know, being a mom, uh, juggling my family schedule and things yeah. is, is good. And I'm thankful um, to be busy. And um, uh, the crazy thing about the weather right now is that we don't have much weather in North Dakota. And so and, and like everywhere else, but uh, thankful, you know, because the roads, we don't have to deal with the icy roads, you know, knock on wood. But yeah. uh, still kind of weird, eerily weird. But at the same time, because um, we know our farmers need the good good moisture and, and things to keep the soil health healthy. But um, yeah, and, and so some other things that come to mind in North Dakota is also the carbon capture pipelines and how that is um, is a, a front and center um, endeavor that people are, are really starting to pay more attention to right now on are they, are they actually safe, you know, for, for right. soil health, for the environment, you know, um, so it's it's interesting though um, the different mindsets behind uh, pushing certain things that are said to be safe. You know? Yeah, definitely. I'm still a little worried about G5, but um, I'll take my aluminum hat off right now during the show. But when that was first coming out, you know, the power lines and things like that, it's like, well, is this safe? And are we going to find out? Like you're saying with the carbon capture, we can find out a few years down the line that it's not. And uh, and who's the guinea pigs? You know, of course, it's uh, BIPOC people. Right. Yes. Exactly. Um, I think back to a lot of a lot of the the things that we did early on um, regarding public health and how it relates or the intersection to um, the environmental health or the exposures, harmful exposures um, that predominantly impact communities of color or our indigenous relatives um, who live in close proximity to, for example, hydraulic fracturing, you know, well pads and et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Definitely. I'm a little, uh, because I walk, I don't know if you remember where I live, Ruth, but I live about four blocks from the Mississippi. So I take a walk down there all the time and there's a uh, lock and dam that's really cool because it used to be owned by the Ford company to power their, to power the Ford plant, the car, when they were making cars back in the 1910s. And that river is like, uh, there's islands and things I have never seen before. It's so droughty. And, uh, I mean, uh, last year was crazy because it was so icy here in Minnesota. I mean, just walking was hard, but now we have nothing. Yeah, you know, the Missouri River um, is also very low. Um, and then the thing about dams, too, is, you know, how they have the the people who oversee the dams have the power to regulate the water levels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, our community back home, Fort Berthold um, Indian Reservation, they were directly impacted by, you know, the 
Pixlone Act um, up and down the Missouri River and um, particularly the Garrison Dam, you know, uh, the making of the Garrison Dam flooded 94% of our agricultural land so that communities further downstream, such as our state's capital, Bismarck, could have flood control. Mm. And similarly, as DAPL, um, back then also they, they did have a other alternative solution, which would have, right. have impacted 94% uh, of our agricultural land, but that's the option um, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers chose. Well, and not to bring up a sore subject, but I think what I, I think we talked about this a while ago, maybe a few years ago. But your and uh, your land, I, you know, that was in the fifties too when they built that dam. Isn't that correct? I mean, and you guys had farms and everything, and it all went into underneath water. Yeah, we were very self-sufficient, you know, in the early nineteen fifties. You know, historically, we were the Mandan, Hidatsa, and Arikara Nation, or three affiliated tribes. We were known as, we were historically, we were agricultural people. Um, and we also had one of the largest trade centers in North America in the Bismarck, what is present day Bismarck Mandan area. But, mm -hmm. you know, smallpox almost completely decimated uh, the Mandan people. Um, so, yes, lots of rich history, unfortunately, you know, like, uh, Things that aren't often spoken about even in public health or in an epidemiology class, you know, the simple acknowledgement, a horrific acknowledgement of what happened to an entire population, an entire people. But yes, so um, a lot of people are now doing, um, we're seeing a resurgence or a, a rebirth of a lot of the um, traditional knowledge, including our, our lodging in our homes. So like the earth lodges, um, there's sort of become this movement across the country where mm -hmm. earth lodges are being built um, in Oklahoma and different areas. Um, so it's pretty, pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, uh, I had the opportunity to go to uh, a couple or a, a community that was being built on earth lodges. And I think the state of Minnesota made it legal for that because at one time because there was no like fire exit so to speak they were illegal and i think they made them illegal illegal about three years ago and uh, that was uh, an amazing thing to see these come back yeah i think it's um you know it just shows the the architecture you know the the skill um that our ancestors had but of course um I would say consult with experts today, you know, similarly to like sweat lodges, do not try to replicate that if you're not from a particular community and uh, yeah, leave it at well, that. <laughs> well, Ruth, I, you know, this is like the old days. We just did uh, 10 minutes together and uh, it is so fun uh, to see that you're good and healthy and happy and fun to watch you on Facebook because you're still doing the work for your people, and uh, I, we really appreciate you here on Native Roots Radio. Lots of good odds, yeah. Thank you. Uh, good to see both of you, and thank you for all that you do. Yeah, and we'll be in touch again. This is, uh, we got to get you on more often. Uh, thank you so much, Ruth. See you. All right, take it easy. Hey, that was uh, former state uh, representative Ruth Buffalo of North Dakota, and we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. 
Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around 25, Wednesday sunny with a high near 39, and Thursday cloudy with a high around 38. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned restaurants and food purveyors. They feature high quality food and unique eating experiences for your next meal. Some of those restaurants and food purveyors include 30 Bales and Latungi's Palette. Find a full list of all of our restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. Here. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, uh, Haley, a lot to talk about today, and uh, one thing... Before I, I talk about uh, what the Colorado Supreme Court just did two minutes ago, I want to ask you, I want to quiz you, uh, what time of year is this right now? I, you know. Yeah. Well, what, it is. What? We're going into the new year, and uh, it's very important, especially with we have RSV going around, we have COVID going around, uh, the flu. So, uh, you know, you don't want to go into the new year without health insurance or maybe the best affordable plan that fits your needs. Yeah. Uh, so head over to Minsure.org and they will uh, help you pick the right plan for you, Minsure.org. You know, I always feel like howling after you uh, talk about Minsure, but I guess that's a different uh, a different uh, support here with Howling for Wolves. But, hey, I just want to read this real quick before we uh, get going here. It was great to see you. First of all, it was great to see you. Uh, State Representative uh, Ruth Buffalo. She's a doer, and uh, it's great to have her on, and she's doing it for our community. Uh, I want to read this. uh, The Colorado Supreme Court on Tuesday declared former President Donald Trump ineligible for the White House under the U.S. Constitution Insurrection Clause and removed him from the state's presidential primary ballot. Setting up a a likely showdown in the nation's highest court to decide whether the front runner of the GOP uh, for the GOP nomination can remain in the race. Just a reminder, too, here in Minnesota, we uh, said it was okay to keep Trump on um, in uh, our Minnesota Supreme Court ruled after hearing oral, or oral arguments last week, and this was in November 8th. Um, uh, a general election challenge, it's still possible, though. So let's mm. keep our fingers crossed here in Minnesota about uh, seriously keeping that lunatic out of the uh, alleged lunatic. I don't want to be sued. I'll say alleged lunatic. 
Mm, yeah, mm. but a, a big applause, a big applause for Wait. our friends out there in Colorado. I always like using that button. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Well, that's some good news, at least. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about... Uh, the COVID reports and the RSV reports that are coming out from uh, the state here in Minnesota yeah. are just unbelievable, especially in our Native American communities. I mean, we're just peaking off the chart when it comes to COVID cases right now, uh, people testing positive and people still in the hospital. Um, yeah. Native Americans here, especially urban uh, natives, are, are holding the record. Um, so it's really, really important that we are getting our vaccines, we're getting our boosters, we're taking the incentives, you know. I mean, it's just really worth it. And we have to protect not only ourselves, but our elders that hold all of our knowledge and, and our stories that get passed down. And also, Haley, too, is to protect our elders, whether you feel like you're fit or whatever. You know, I... I did not have COVID for four years, but who knows if I was a carrier and just didn't so show symptoms. Mm -hmm. so there's, there's, there's that too. So we have to protect our, our relatives and not only have our elders and our, our, our elders do the vaccine, but also, you know, younger people need to, too. Not that I'm younger, yep. but you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. All generations. Right. Thank you. And so that, that's super important. And I know we talk a lot about that here, but that's par part of our thing. And uh, um, you being an influencer, I'm glad you're talking about this on your radio show because people need to hear it. Oh, Gee, I'm an influencer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be uh, we'll be airing our uh, December symposium that we did with Dr. Anthony Stately, uh, executive officer and CEO of Native American Community Clinic here in Minneapolis. That will be uh, we'll be airing that for the first time. Uh, this is actually our second episode. We'll be airing uh, for the first time this Saturday at 3 p.m. on AM 950. Mm. And also uh, Saturday and then the next day on Sunday at 7 p.m. So you can catch it 3 p.m. on Saturday or at 7 this Sunday and then the following weekend at the same times. So that uh, will be released too, the video portion on our uh, Facebook Live and YouTube channels too, correct? Yeah, so, you know. Maybe if you want to see what we look like or come watch us for 90 minutes, head over to our Facebook or YouTube page, Native Ritz Radio. Definitely. And we have a few people always watching and we end up with, uh, so don't feel like it's a weird thing because I think each day after 24 hours of uh, posting our uh, on Facebook Live, we have anywhere from 3,000 to 4,000 people who watch our show, which is, mm -hmm. which is cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we get to do, we get to be kind of on TV, but also on the radio. So <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Look, Mom, I'm on the TV, kind of the radio. But uh, it, it's fun too, because I think sometimes, you know, some of our guests kind of think it's a TV show. I, I remember not too long ago, we've had uh, guests like Roya and uh, our friend in Michigan. I'll never forget this. Our friend in Michigan, like, did some cold water swimming live on the radio show. And it's just like, yeah. it was so cool though. <laughs> I know I had to I know. explain it like a, like a baseball announcer. He's going in, you know, he's going, he looks cold, you know, but we can yeah. still see him and you can barely hear him. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of NAC, um, <laughs> that we did our symposium with uh, Dr. Stately, NAC is doing their winter storytelling um, actually in 20 minutes, so there might still be time to get signed up. Um, I'll actually put the poster up on our live stream here. Hopefully you can scan the, the QR code. Yeah. But uh, it'll be NAC, so this is uh, Native American Community Clinic, and storytellers Neil McKay, Everett Black Thunder, and Barry Hand for a winter storing, storytelling event via Zoom. Uh, the first families that registered uh, were able to pick up a meal kit. Um, again, this is today, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. over Zoom. And uh, head over to our live stream to scan your key, QR code and get signed up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, a lot of great storytellers and uh, a really dear friend of AM, uh, Native Roots Radio. And, uh, uh, you know, Barry Hand, I, I don't know if you know this, Haley, but... Barry Hand, I worked with Barry Hand, and when we uh, proposed to AM950 about doing a native radio show, Barry was going to be on. 
and him oh. and I were going to co-host and and uh, hopefully I'm not speaking out of turn, but Barry got sick and uh, he's he's over a seven years now that he has been cancer free, but it was touch and go there. And so uh, whenever I get a chance to talk to Barry, text Barry or see him tell a story or uh, just be in the community, uh, it's a, it's a, um, just an honor. I love Barry and uh, he's been on the show many times, but it's funny how things turn you know him and i uh, i was not going to do the show without him because you know barry was always my go-to person if it's like oh you know what am i doing here am i doing this right or in a good way when it comes to our, our native stuff and ho-chunk stuff and barry's a storyteller a language speaker and uh all around really good person for uh, his community and his family yeah, I agree. Just from what I've heard about Barry and, and the stories he's told me about our uncles and, and them playing softball back in yeah. the day or uh, how a great grandma Helen would be there just all the time cheering them on. Mm -hmm. I love he's a great storyteller and I'll listen to him anytime. So and looking forward to. Yeah. And that. in community, too, I, I think I just wanted to add to what you were saying, because uh that's what it's all about. And if you, anybody watched uh, Reservation Dogs for three years, the last show was about community. And we talk about that a lot here in Native Ritz Radio. And um, we are part of the Native community, and but we're also part of the human race. And I just, uh, I think being on the show and being able to share our skills and having people speak their truth has just been a really big honor and a learning experience for me over these last seven years. I agree. Yeah, I've learned so much just by being on this show. And also just kind of touching on communities and, and building and shaping healthy futures for our communities. There's uh, NAC is hosting an event that's actually been going on uh, now. It started at 4 um, but this is currently happening at the East Phillips Culture and Community Center, uh, 2307 17th Avenue South in Minneapolis. This is uh, Shaping Healthy Features for Urban American Indian Communities. It's an event where you can come speak your voice, um, kind of throw, throw out your ideas and, and um, help shape a better future for us in our communities. And uh, this is also catered by Trickster Tacos. Oh, which our friends. I love them. Yeah, definitely. And uh, truth be told, uh, uh, both of them were, well, one of the tricksters, uh, the husband that runs the Trickster Tacos was a student of mine. And uh, those guys are blowing up and doing a great job. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, They're and, everywhere. And it's great, too, because, like, they have vegan options, too. And Wendy, Wendy digs on that. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just really cool. I just, uh, you know, it's just great being in community. It's just great uh, talking about these things and having guests come on like Ruth Buffalo, who, you know, her sincerity of everything she does comes right through the microphone and to, to our audience. And, uh, and it's just been a privilege, Haley, these last few years. I agree, too. Yes. I just, all of our guests are so amazing and they bring so much every time that they join us on Native Roots Radio. I want to um, announce this to the American Indian Family Center is hosting their winter gear giveaway tomorrow, December 20th, Wednesday, December 20th, in the American Indian Family Center lobby from 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Um, some of these items that are available are winter gear for youth and adults. This includes hat, gloves, scarves, mittens, socks, jackets, and handmade toys. So get over to American Indian Family Center tomorrow, December 20th. Yeah, that's that's community. That's talking about community, and that's doing it, uh, you know, um, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm going to read this uh, maybe tomorrow, but... Uh, George uh, Greendeer, who posts things, is talking about uh, Ho-Chunk people, and uh, um, he has a really good history lesson, but I'll, I'll be reading that tomorrow. I'm just kind of looking through, uh, you know, you know. I just want to give also a quick uh, shout-out to our friend Angie Vig, uh, White Earth Nation. Um, she's one of the Native Nation builders, and... Uh, she won that award along with some other people and uh we're really proud to know her and be friends with her and that's part of community you know we uh 
we have these relationships, we have people on the show, or we see people in the community and have them on the show, and they're friends, and they're doing a lot of things for our community, and we just want to amplify that here on Native Roots Radio. Absolutely. A lot of people in our community just go-getters, doing big things, feet in a lot of projects, and we're very proud to know them. Absolutely. And I'm really happy to be on these progressive stations across the country, too, for our white allies. I got to give you guys a big shout out. We're here, we're talking about things, and you're listening and learning just as we are and uh, in a good way. And we need our allies, so I just want to say that, too. Good one. I agree. Uh, oh, hey, we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio. I be, I believe Bob Blake from Red Lake's coming on. Oh. <laughs> we'll be right back. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Unveil the captivating world of Native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts Native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of Indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howling! That's from uh, playing trumpet all those years ago, Bob. I could take a big, uh, big breath and do a howl for a very long time. Hey, I got a question <laughs> about that, uh, yes. Pop Pilot. <laughs> were you were you out at the Macy's Day Parade? 2014. Wow, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that was a and, that and, was a five mile parade, and I think that's the longest parade I ever marched in my whole life. And and was that and that was the that was with the Madison Scouts, right? Right from Madison, Wisconsin, which, uh, as you know, we're in civic media and we're played back on uh, 18 stations in Wisconsin. So, yes, I was a, a Madison scout in the 70s. And uh, before that, I was a St. Paul scout. And that's how I know Bob's brother and his, uh, his two brothers, as a matter of fact, and your mom. Your mom was around a lot, too. And I think your dad was, too, come to think of it back in yeah. the day. Yeah. He, he, um, he, um, so you guys went to like um, Denver, Niagara Falls, and yeah, we're all Denver. over the country. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was pretty <laughs> cool. So, 
<laughs> so I used to, so I used to have uh, 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 my dog Duke, oh. and so me and Duke would go to like he was like my buddy, you know, and yep. and and I and so like the girls right would hug me, and yeah. and and Bill and them would get mad because they'd be like. Bill and Joe, where's your where's your cute little brother Bob at and, and his dog Duke? <laughs> and they would hug me. They would just like smother me with attention. The girls from the from from the uh, drum and bugle corps, and it was so cool. <laughs> well, they still uh, hug you, and I I've watched you. Uh, <laughs> I've watched you and your fans. So I, I you know we we have history too, Bob. But 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 Robert. Speaking of Wisconsin, yes. Well, get this: there is a balloon-like battery that is going to be uh, developed in Wisconsin. That is going to be a form of energy storage. What? Um, that's going to happen over in Wisconsin. Yeah, get this: um, developers hope a CO2-filled balloon at a retiring coal plant site in Wisconsin could be a key part of renewable energy development and the climate benefits depend on how much solar and wind uh, peripherally to power it. So, you know, um, they're basically going to like imagine the storage system that's like a balloon and it is going to basically, you know, power um, the activities or, or, you know, the homes and and businesses that, you know, need to be powered um, when of course, you know, sun and the wind aren't, you know, producing the turbines or right. coming out onto the panels. So, you know, I, I think this is a really huge thing because um, this is kind of like that part of where we can move to renewables. We have the technology, mm-hmm. but we need the cheap storage. Right, Robert? We need the storage. Right. Well, and yeah. I I want the healthy storage too because you know around the corner too is we're going to have liquid hydrogen storage batteries too and hemp batteries and those things that are good for uh, everybody. Right, right, and 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 that's the point, right? Like, yeah. you know, we we have all these technologies, but now, but because we use our energy at night, obviously, because you know here we are, right? The the you know the sun is is has gone down. We, we need these energy storage systems now to um, really get us to 100% clean energy. So I think it's really exciting news, and I think it's really cool that they're doing it in Wisconsin. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, for for us to think about it as Native people and Native, uh, uh, native uh, nations across the country that we've talked about a lot, uh, that it's a, it's, a, it's a win-win for our Native uh, sovereign nations. Um, is to pay uh, to, to give back energy to the companies because you have to be plugged in with them and sell it back when the rates are higher. Right, right. You 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 essentially and and here's the thing about that Robert, like imagine all of the upgrades that these companies don't have to make to their distribution system because you're producing power in your inner, you know, neck of the woods, so to speak. So <laughs> it makes sense for the utility companies to buy that power back you know so it it would be cheaper to do it that way than to you know do all these you know upgrades robert um another interesting story i thought that was you know another uh state that's neighboring minnesota here Mm -hmm. is north dakota officials are still considering whether to challenge a minnesota law which is the 100 percent clean energy calling for 100 percent clean energy sources by 24 saying it could threaten north dakota's oil and gas industry so lawmakers in North Dakota are trying to sue the state of Minnesota Jeez. for uh, wanting to go to 100% clean energy. Now, wow. here's my argument, Robert. Mm. Couldn't, couldn't Minnesota sue North Dakota for producing all of this dirty fuel, right? That mm-hmm. these sediments travel the jet stream land right. on Minnesota lakes and pollute our lakes and rivers. We're the land of 10,000 lakes. Now, right. I just saw a map that just said that all of our lakes and rivers and aren't even healthy for us to even swim in anymore. Right. So 
Could we make an argument, Robert, that, okay, you guys want to sue us for going 100% clean energy. We're going to sue you guys for all the fracking and mm-hmm. all the coal that you burn in your state, right, that mm-hmm. travels the, the jet stream and lands on our lakes, which is our, our tourism industry, which mm-hmm. is, you know, um, you know, fresh water. We're a headwater state. So we have a moral obligation to send water down to the rest of the country. We should take we we have to take care of our water. I mean, Robert, I think the arguments could get really long here. And I think that Minnesota could actually counter sue North Dakota. You know, I, I would love if they uh, sued Iowa, too, because those factory farms down there, you get closer to Iowa and southern Minnesota, the air smells like pig poop. I mean, for miles and miles and miles away, and that's because of these these factory farms. It's not our, our neighbors farming. It's these intense, insane amount of... Uh, pigs and cows that are in you know little crates and don't get out and they're just shooting this through the air and but i agree with you on the dakotas too um interesting you bring up iowa my next story is from iowa <laughs> i'm you're, always like you know isn't this like crazy? reading always. my mind or something I, I don't know how you do this um, i was staring at your vikings uh hat there for a while and i was just you know like, what i just got in from outside i was running to get home to get on the computer <laughs> So no, I just keep from outside. I, Robert, the 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 post office. I had to go mail off my Christmas Christmas gifts, and the post office can't wait. Can't wait. Packed. Yeah. Iowa. Uh, Iowa's second most populous county is launching a solar dashboard uh, hmm. that will help residents access local installers and federal funding opportunities. Now, why this is really important, Robert, is we know that Iowa tends to lean Republican, right? Now, get this, Robert. These guys are going full-blown on solar and everything else because of all the incentives out there. I think this is a great, great sign for the rest of the country um, because, uh, you know, if I was going solar, you know, the rest of the country. Oh, by the way, Texas and Florida leading the country in renewable energy and solar. Crazy. Red states. We got them. That's the solar news with the solar bear. Hey, Peenigigi Bob, for all you do and uh, for our community and our nations and uh, just being an all-around groovy guy, good to know you all these years. And, uh, you know, I'll be your best boy next time we go to Iowa. Yeah. All right. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio, and we'll see you tomorrow. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now.